hello and thank you for tuning in to another episode of still i rise i'm your host friend and confidant cherry go lightly as a quick disclaimer i am not a licensed therapist psychoanalyst or psychiatrist so please do not substitute this podcast for any mental health psychiatric assistance or therapies that you feel that you may be needing in my podcast i'm here to share my journey as a newly single mommy of two amazing boys my story is that i just recently left a marriage of 11 years my marriage was actually very toxic there i experienced some narcissistic abuse that had a lot of gaslighting a lot of manipulation and aside from that i also had to deal with nightmares of somebody that was very much addicted to methamphetamines after i left I found myself having to completely pick up my broken pieces along with the broken pieces of my little boys and rebuild our life. In this journey, I've experienced plenty of adversity. However, I've been very blessed. And even though I've experienced those challenges, those challenges were blessings in disguise. I've decided to create a podcast because I really wanted to help those that found themselves in a very similar situation or in the same situation as mine, hoping to empower them to as, you know, as well take their lives back and rebuild because anything is possible. So I hope you guys enjoy and thank you for listening. Good morning, my friends. Oh my goodness, it's been a few days since I've last spoken with you guys. And uh, my, it's Wednesday and it is the 15th of May. So I'm once again shocked of how quickly time has just been passing us by. It's actually very scary if you think about it. I always talk about how scary it is and how crazy it is. I know you guys are probably tired of hearing me say this, but you know, my friends, it's absolutely true. It goes by so quick and it's like, we wonder, are we being productive with our time? You know, how are we doing with, um, you know, with our recovery? Anyhow, with that being said, I have quite a few things to share with you guys. Um, actually very interesting things. And, uh, (laughs) I, I, I'm actually kind of uh, shocked of how things have been, have been going. It's, it's been good. It's been very good. And I, uh, like I said, I'm just very, well, I'm not surprised anymore because things in my life have not really been going in a consistent order, if you will, as far as uh, just, you know, random things that occur. But Let's hear from our sponsors, and I will speak with you guys real soon. Well, welcome back. So before I continue, I wanted to say happy belated Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. My heart goes out to you guys. Um, Despite the situations that you guys may be in, I do hope that you enjoyed your time with your children or, you know, family members. But 
yes. <laughs> so I wanted to share quite a few things with you guys uh, in this episode. Um, a few things have happened within the last few days, which have been um, pretty interesting. I, uh, yeah, I, I have to say they've been really interesting and it was pretty random. And I do once again, ex- you know, apologize for the uh, background noise. I'm multitasking as always. And uh, the little bell that you're hearing in the background is our little serenity. Just, you know, playing away, playing away. She's teething and she's all over the place, just running and just trying to bite everything that moves like my legs. So it's a lot of fun. Um, but anyhow, I actually got an opportunity to spend time with my mother and sister and two aunts uh, on Sunday, which was Mother's Day. And that was pretty, that was pretty interesting because I was not expecting that. And I was, in fact, kind of bummed out because, of course, it's Mother's Day and you feel, you know, you feel very, I guess not lonely, but you feel a little off. Especially if there are certain things that you used to do when you, you know, during these holidays. And so it was, it was kind of hard for me because I was anticipating, you know, doing something just, you know, just something simple. And that was fine. But, you know, it was just, it's one of those first time since type of moments. So, my goodness. Serenity is just all over the place and just trying to bite everything. This poor thing is just teething and just being a little baby that she is. But she does like to play. So um, anyhow, I decided to send my mom a text. And, um, you know, just I sent her like a, you know, a simple greeting from, you know, the little emojis that they had and just said love you you know because after all she's my mom and I do love her so I mean that's that um so then she had texted me back and said you know had asked me to spend and celebrate Mother's Day with her and the rest of the family because she does not want either of us to regret anything um should anything happen to either of us and so you know I was pretty apprehensive about going. However, I ended up going anyhow. And, um, you know, I was scared. But, you know, um, I, I went. Um, you know, my boys were like, are, are you, are you going to be okay? You know, and um, it was, it was kind of tough. Uh, you know, my mom had called me you know, and told me about their plans, and she had told me that, you know, um, they were looking to buy a house, so that was, that was good, that was good, you know, and it's always great to hear good news, so I shared some good news with her, I told her that I was going to be part of the Corona Chamber of Commerce, and, um, I probably would end up having a grand opening, you know, sometime in August, and I would love to have her and the rest of the family come, and, she said that's actually really good news and so you know I just shared good news with her over the phone and so 
that moment came where it was time for us to go and meet up at the at the restaurant and you know here I was just very scared but I stayed composed <laughs> um, but yeah so during the restaurant it was it was cool we sat next to each other and you know it was still a little bit awkward nobody brought up my ex-husband you know I don't think anybody really wanted to and um I don't think they brought up my new relationship because I think it was just, you know, we were, you know, I, I, I kind of have a feeling that, you know what I mean? This is still kind of like the honeymoon stage, if you will, or whatever you want to call it, the tread carefully, you know, um, phase. So (laughs) I, I'm not sure exactly what to make of it, but you know, it's like, it is what it is and I'll just take things as they come. So anyhow, you know, I I got to spend time with them. You know, I did get to talk to my mom and because um, my sister had left early to go to her in-laws and um, brought her kids with her and stuff. So it's like, you know, we were, my boys and I were kind of left, um, you know, alone with my mom and my aunt. And, you know, we, we got to talk. You know, my mom was, no, no biting. This poor girl. Um, my mom and I just kind of, I, I, you know, I told her about certain things that, you know, that happened, um, during, uh, the last few months as far as like things that, you know, things that occurred, you know, with, with the ex-husband and just you know, the financial things that I had to go through. And so she said that she was, she was aware of it because like he had told her or what, what not. So, you know, I said, okay, well, you know, that that's something that, you know, has been a financial burden on me when, you know what I mean? I shouldn't have to go through that. And so, I mean, there was a lot of other things that kind of like came up to the surface that of course I was not really, you know, um, happy about as far as like just, Um, Of course, you know, my ex-husband playing the victim, like always. And so, you know, I I kind of, in a sense, realized that, you know, of course, my mom was being very heavily manipulated by my ex. And I guess, um, to a degree, I have to be, I have to be a little understanding about that. You know, I found out even that you know, she ended up paying for his manicurist license. And it's like, whoa, you know, um, luckily she was smart enough to just ask him for the website and she renewed it for him because there's a possibility he, he was just kind of scrummaging, scrummaging around to get, you know, to get money. And, you know, with these meth heads, it's like, I'm sorry, that's in a, (laughs) that's probably an inappropriate like term. Um, let's try to be as, you know, as appropriate as we can be with these meth addicts, you know what I mean? It's like, they will do whatever they can, you know, for, for money. And so, uh, with that being said, you know, I, I'm glad that she actually just asked him for the, um, for the web or the website. Otherwise he probably would have you know, tried to screw her over or probably just said, okay, this is, I'm going to just say that I need, you know, I need 
money for this and just ask her for the money and stuff but you know it's like hopefully he's using that and hopefully he's getting back on his feet you know we can only hope for the best I have not heard from him she had asked me if I had heard from him for the last I told her that I have not you know I had told her that I informed her that I actually you know blocked his his messages because I did not want to have to you know deal with any type of uh you know any type of drama and so she had said that there was a point um sometime in January where he had told her that he was ready to take you know um a drug test well I had told her the irony of that was you know around that time he was pulled over and he was actually incarcerated and where they found you know paraphernalia <laughs> so you know I uh, I've been pretty much at that point in my life where I no longer care to know what he does. And I know that can sound a little bit harsh. Um, For some of you guys that are, you know, not quite at the phase where I'm um, currently in, I know that it looks pretty bad or it sounds bad. So it's like, you know, um, we never really, we never really imagine or I honestly myself. I I never imagined that I would find myself, (laughs) I apologize, Um, I never imagined that I would have found myself in the situation where, you know, I am not cold, but where I kind of don't really care to know too much of what's going on in his life anymore, because I realize that it no longer serves me. So truly, what's the point of me, you know, trying to find out what's going, you know, I mean, I understand because at that, you know, for for some that still want to be involved and be informed of what's going on. Um, Because I was there once because I said, okay, this is the father of my children. I need to know what's going on. And, you know, if this person is providing you financial support as bad as it sounds that's another reason why i can understand um you know um concerns of what's going on with them and of course yes it's also the well-being but um in my situation i found that it no longer serves me because number one it's not like he's providing me any type of assistance you know in raising our children it's not like he is in the right state of mind to even help me make any decisions as far as you know what to do all of the decisions have been solely me and you know so there's truly no point in me you know trying to to see what's going on with him um in fact i really feel that it's none of my my business and so you know um was it hard? I'll be 100% honest with you guys. It was very hard. Even when I started a new relationship, it was very hard because I, you know, this was somebody that was part of my life for 11 years. This is somebody that I thought I grew with and this is somebody that, you know, I thought I knew. But 
I had lost everything. Now, you know, I, I lately I've been trying my best to just focus on positives, but once again, it's like, you know, this is why we're here. This is why I created this podcast is because I wanted to once again share with you guys, like, you know, things that you're going to go through. And, you know, um, I, I understand that sometimes it's like, you know, you might be, you know, at that point of your journey where you feel that you've, you know, you've had everything together and then sometimes it falls apart. You go back and forth with stuff. So I actually wanted to share something with you guys. I found this on social media this morning. And so um, I, I wanted to just share this with you guys. Um, okay, so this is, um, it says relationships with narcissists are permitted, permitted, <laughs> I can't talk today, permitted by loss. Okay, so first you lose yourself, then you lose your self-respect and dignity, you lose your self-esteem, you lose your sense of reality, you lose yours, okay, this this is actually, whoever wrote this kind of like, didn't really have the proper grammar, obviously, um, you lose your ability to function well. In many cases, you lose your financial resources. You lose your mental and physical health. You lose your friends and family. You lose your innocence and your feelings of safety. You lose your trust and sense of well-being. You lose your faith in people, life, and sometimes even God. You lose your hopes and dreams. You may lose your assets. And you may even lose your desire to live. There's so much more. This is one thing in life that has potential to destroy everything. Basically, yes, I concur with that. Um, As far as having any type of relationships with, with narcissists, it happens. You lose so much. You totally lose yourself. Um, And I was actually, you know, I could definitely relate to all of those. Um, Fortunately, I didn't have many assets, but, you know, it's like I did lose a lot of, um, I did lose a lot of uh, things that I built um, in my life with him, which I had to kind of be, you know, I had to put myself in that mindset where I was okay with taking a loss. It was, it's just like that saying, you cut your losses and, and that's that, you know, and so that's exactly where I was. And, you know, a lot of people were like, well, why didn't you take this? Why didn't you take that? My friends materialistic things can definitely be, you know, um, rebuilt, but you know, the most important thing is you have to rebuild yourself. You have to rebuild your mentality and you need to be able to just go back out there. You have to be okay. Those things, they're not going to serve you. And, you know, just being in that relationship or just staying, staying where you're at is not going to make things, you know, just, just to I cannot talk today, but staying where you're at, like basically basking in misery just because you want to, you know, stay in the same situation as it, like, as far as, you know, your levels of comfort, um, as far as, you know, the things that you have, um, I know this sounds silly, but you know, I know that this crosses our minds at times we think about, okay, well, you know, um, and it, it's not necessarily just for us that we're concerned. Um, we're, we're concerned about our children. We're concerned about, oh my goodness, are they going to be able to adjust? Well, here's the thing, you know, 
Uh, if you are in a situation where you are the one that has to take your children and, and get out, well, hey, you know, I remember listening to a podcast. There was a lady that, you know, ended up leaving her husband and, you know, she, you know, she had quite a few wonderful pointers. You know, one of the things is, you know, you have to be like that person like, or that stewardess in the plane that's like, okay, you help yourself first, but you have to direct your children and let them know that everything is going to be okay. You might be scared, but you know, hey, you got to get up. They need you to get up. They need you to be strong. They need you to take the lead. So it's very important that, you know, um, you're prepared for that. If you have not left your abusive relationship yet, then this is something that you really have to keep in mind. You have to take control. This is your life. You know, um, one thing that I have to say is when it came down to leaving, I had to gather the strength within myself prior to leaving. And it was not easy because I thought that I wasn't that strong. And I actually, you know, I, I was shocked that I, I was able to get, you know, to get a little bit, I, I gathered the courage and I left, you know, and, um, I'll be honest, the last the last few um, days, I was really trying to, to reflect on where my life has gone. And um, we're about to hit a year. We're about to hit a year. It's um, going to be a year in August. And, you know, it's like I'm looking at old Facebook memories, you know, from a year ago. And I'm like, my goodness, this is where I was a year ago. And it's absolutely amazing because you think to yourself, you know, um, during those times, I can still remember just being in my home office, just so scared and very like miserable thinking, wow, where's my life headed? You know, I had no idea what I wanted. When people asked me what would make you happy, I could not answer. I could not answer because I had no idea what was going to make me happy because, you know, I was not experiencing happiness. I just, I couldn't anymore. So, um, after that, I realized when I, when I had, you know, like just lately, I, I was like, wow, you know, I mean, I'm not a hundred percent happy because I want to be able to achieve a little bit more goals, um, that I've set out. And, you know, the great thing about this is I'm in a state of mind where it's healthy, you know, where I can actually like make my own decisions and, you know, because here's the thing, when, when somebody has, when somebody makes the decisions for you, trust me, it's not a good feeling because you're like, wait, you feel like you start losing control of your own life and you should have that ability to make those decisions and, you know what I mean, feel, feel good about making those decisions. And even if you make the bad ones or the not, I don't want to say bad, but if you make ones that are not so good, you know, you know that you directed yourself in that direction, in that direction, you directed yourself down that path just so you can learn that lesson. And it's your life. You are the author of your story. So it's like, you know, that that's the best feeling. And I think that to me is one of the things that brings me happiness is that now I am able to design my own life and not have to worry about oh, okay, well, you know, I, I kind of got dragged down in this direction and I, I wasn't sure if I wanted to be here or not, you know? Um, you're, it's like being the passenger, 
you know, as opposed to being, you know, the, the driver. And, you know, it's okay to be the passenger once in a while. However, you know, there's some times in your life where you have to be the driver. And um, I know that for some of us, it's hard to take that responsibility. I don't know what it is. And the reason why I say that is not because I'm trying to, um, you know, criticize other women but or men. But I've been in that situation where, you know, I didn't want to take the responsibility because I was like, okay, well, if I make this decision... I'm afraid that things could go wrong. So I'd rather not make the decision and I'd rather have somebody drive me down that path and I could say, okay, well, we got here together. That's fine and dandy when you're in a relationship. um, But at the same time, you know, I can honestly say that, you know, sometimes it might not work out so great because number one, sometimes you know, the driver, whether they're narcissists or not, they get used to making the decisions for you and it shouldn't be that way. You know, it's like, I believe that, you know, or I, now I'm starting to believe because I'm starting to realize that, you know, when it comes down to relationships, you should still have a sense of who you are. You should still have a very firm grasp of who you are. And the person that you're with should embrace that. They should be like encouraging you to continue to be your own individual self. And you should be happy with who you are. And they will adore you for who you are. And you will adore them for who they are. And, you know, you will be supportive of them, you know, in their personal journey of finding themselves. And trust me. Finding yourself is not like one of those one-time journeys where it's like, you're like, okay, I found myself, yay. You're going to constantly evolve. And, you know, both of you guys, if you're in a relationship, should be going down your own individual path, finding yourself. And, you know, it's like, yes, there's certain things that you guys will be doing together. However, like I said... You guys should be embracing each other's journeys and, you know, maybe even, in a sense, learning from one another's journeys. You know, um, it might not be your battle. It might not be your struggle. Yes, you guys will struggle together and be there to get be there for one another. However, you know, it, it's. How do I say this? It's always great to, to learn on your own. And I think that's very important because when things happen, as you know, I've noticed in my current situation, things are never going to be perfect or as we want them to be. That's just, you know, that's honestly just, that's just the truth. We can hope for them to be a certain way. We can hope for things to be perfect, but unfortunately, that's never going to happen. Unfortunately, things, you know, end up the opposite way, and we just have to be prepared for it. Change will happen whether we're ready or not. So, you know, the best thing to do is 
like I said, it's okay to be in the in the passenger seat once in a while, but you know, sometimes you gotta take your own car and just enjoy the drive on your own. And you know, maybe, you know, um, take two cars or maybe take a bike ride, both of you guys. You know, take it at a slower pace and um, perhaps while you guys are riding your bicycle side by side, this is an analogy, just, you know, just so you guys know, but if you wanna try it, then try it. Uh, take a bike ride together and you know as you guys are taking and just embracing this this ride it's like you guys could talk about what you see during this ride and you're just like yeah do you see those mountains it's so beautiful and do you see that sky it's lovely you know and then look at that cloud doesn't that look like oh i don't know doesn't that look like you know a big ship Oh, really? I actually thought that that looked like the cathedrals or something, you know? And it's interesting because then you get that opportunity to just really pick that person's brain. And while they're going through that, you get to know them, you know? And I, I think that right there is is a, a wonderful thing to share. You know, um, even though you guys are not really sharing the same exact mind, you know, it's like... That's where you get to really embrace, you know, their individuality. So, um, that's my ideal relationship. And um, things are not always, uh, you know, things are not always going to be perfect. But, you know, you work on them. And as long as you guys can continue to respect one another, then yes. And I'm talking about a new relationship. If you're not in a new relationship, don't worry about what I'm saying. But maybe something to put in your back pocket when you do get into a relationship. You know, you don't want to fall. Uh, you don't want to fall back into the same routine and patterns that you you've gotten into when you were, you know, with your um, with your narc or your abuser. So it's best, it's best to keep these things in mind. It's best to really look out for yourself and also, you know, um, whatever you would do for yourself, um, I would say, you know, encourage your significant other to do the same and, you know, let them know. And that's something that I do with Philip is, um, you know, he is actually taking his own journey and things have been, you know, um, Things haven't been bad, but, you know, we've had moments where it's like there's certain things that now we're, we're you know, we're, we're realizing that we don't have the same views on and, you know, we're, we're feeling each other out a little bit more now. But, you know, um, for the most part, it's like I do believe that you do have to go through some, you know, some bumpy patches in, in order to, you know, grow as, as a couple and, um, you know, I, it, it's hard. I get it. A lot of people are just like, you know, um, one thing I have to say and one thing that I do have to remind myself from time to time is I have to understand that, you know, not everybody is going to be like my ex-husband. Not everybody is that way. So, you know, there's some times where it's like I am kind of quick to, you know, 
throw things, you know, or just imply like, okay, let's just not do this. But, you know, we cannot do that to ourselves and we cannot do that to, you know, our um, significant other, especially if we do care about them. But, you know, of course, you guys at this time should be able to determine um, what you are willing to put up with and what you're not willing to put up with and whether this person is working with you. Um, so just make sure that you know, you're keeping that in mind as you enter a new relationship. But I will say this, if for any reason you're not able to make that determination or you know, it's like you kind of see yourself falling in the same patterns, I will strongly say that it's probably not the best time for you to, you know, get into a relationship right now because it's a little bit early. Or maybe, not early, but maybe you're just not completely healed yet. Um, You know, or just really be mindful of, you know, your patterns, your behaviors, things that you're tolerating. And, um, you know, just... Just really be mindful and just be careful that you are not becoming um, codependent again. And, you know, if you're not sure, um, the only guidance that I can give you is, you know, write down, you know, make a list. Write down a list of why, you know, you're in that relationship or, you know what I mean? Write down the pros and the cons of that person, um, you know, being with that person that is, you know, whether it's like, okay, is that person there for you? Um, what good does that person provide for you? Um, you know, it doesn't not have, you know, friends, look, it doesn't have to be fine, you know, finances and stuff like that, you know, um, or, or gifts. Um, of course it's like, you know, you don't want the person draining you out and stuff, but, Um, as far as that, it's like, is this person, if you guys have already reached a point in your relationship where, you know, you guys are kind of claiming to be a little bit more on the serious side, is this person taking care of you? Um, this is where, you know, you have to really start, um, you know, gauging and it's not easy because, you know, especially for me. Um, I will say that, you know, what's been challenging for me is I was in an 11-year marriage. And so having to acclimate to somebody that, you know, is new could be, in a sense, you know, difficult. Not because of him, but not only because of him and, you know, just his views um, or, you know, just certain things that, you know, we don't see, I you know, it's me as well, because I actually can be difficult because of my situation and what I've gone through. And you know what I mean? It's, it's hard. And, you know, for us that have been damaged and hurt by our exes, it's hard to get over that hump because you, you know, at times might find yourself getting some PTSD from, from these things. Um, I have to share, actually, like I mentioned, you know, it has been almost, it's it's going to be a year. And so, you know, close to a year ago, um, actually, because my ex-husband's birthday is coming up. 
So, you know, I know that, you know, I, I pretty much also told my kids, look, just make sure you text your dad and greet him happy birthday. Because I, I don't want, you know, I don't want them to end up being hateful or what whatever. But, um, so, a year ago today, I had actually planned, you know, a get-together for my ex's birthday and um I remember that you know I was like wow this is this is going by so fast and um I was talking to Philip last night you know um like I said it's been a very productive week and a lot of things have been going on and I'm probably just rambling right now and I do apologize for that um you know like the the reunion with my mom was good um, I have nothing to cl- complain about with that. However, um, there's a lot of things that I am nervous about. I'm nervous about, you know, um, what's going to be said about my new relationship. You know, I'm nervous about, you know, having my kids go over there because I don't know if she still talks to my ex-husband, even though she's saying that she hasn't heard from him, you know, but she still talks to him. You know, I'm afraid for that. You know, I, I don't want to just... You know, I knew that eventually I was going to need to, you know, be in good terms with them because they are my family after all. But, you know, I still have to keep my my guard up because I don't know, you know, I'm afraid of what could happen. But, like I said, I've been very busy the last few weeks. Um... You know, I'm excited because I'm, you know, I'm actually surrounded by very good and wonderful people. You know, I have, I mentioned before, I have a new business partner that's very well connected to the city of Corona. And, you know, I'm very grateful because he's giving me the opportunity to meet so many wonderful people. And I'm, you know, I'm elated to to start this journey with him. Um... You know, also, it's just, you know, things are finally, things are finally picking up and things are, you know, just, you know, I'm happy for that.